we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Right now, though, we saw a story in the last 24 hours that caught our attention for sure. Uh, It was the story that said Google... Uh, was saying it's basic services. So running its essentially operating service on Huawei smartphones uh, was going to be stopped because the U.S. government was moving to curb that kind of work. Now, Google did kind of walk it back a little bit and say the basic services will still function, but... Uh, the Chinese tech giant does face the possible loss of other features and support. Now, that's pretty big because the Android operating system is huge for Huawei phones, obviously, in order to allow them to operate anywhere outside of China. So this kind of highlighted that growing damage to Huawei or the potential for this growing damage from what is going on in Washington. The company has said that until now, U.S. accusations that it is a security threat have had little impact on sales outside the United States, but this could really change things. So we wanted to learn more about it. So before we came on air today, I had a chance to speak with Roger Ender, who's the founder of Recon Analytics. He's a telecom analyst, and here's what he told us. Roger, thank you so much for joining us to talk about this today. What is this whole Huawei, Google thing all about? Like, what's actually happened here? Well, uh, the U.S. government uh, put Huawei on the entities list, which requires American companies to get a a, a permit to uh, do business with uh, foreign countries. And uh, based on that entities list that was issued on uh, on Thursday, Google announced Sunday that they would stop working with. Uh, with Huawei on new devices. On Monday, the U.S. government uh, announced that it would uh, give everybody a three-month reprieve, and uh, so we're back on again. Okay, so what does that mean for somebody who either has a Huawei phone or is thinking about getting a Huawei phone? So if you have a Huawei phone or you get one in the next uh, three months, uh, nothing will happen. Your uh, updates will come uh, as usual. Your Google apps will work. The App Store will continue to work. It's as if nothing happens. This only applies to new devices that come out after uh, the company is then officially on the entities list. Okay. How serious of a problem, though, is this then for Huawei to be targeted like this by the U.S.? 
Oh, it's massive. Um, a because it basically forces Huawei not to use Android anymore and not to use the Android Play Store anymore. And uh, instead, Huawei would have to put its own uh, Chinese operating system on it with maybe the Chinese um, uh, App Store, which is a major obstacle for most people, especially when they don't speak Jap- uh, Chinese. Yeah. And... Um, uh, you know, I always say a smartphone without an app store is the paperweight. <laughs> but Huawei spent like a lot of money. They've invested a lot of time and money in trying to break into the North American market. Then this would seem like a big setback. Uh, it's a global setback because the Huawei, the Google Huawei ban is global. So it not only affects uh consumers in Canada, it can, uh, affects consumers in Latin America, in Europe, Asia, uh, everywhere. It's a massive, massive setback. It's, uh, you know, inside the Department of Commerce uh, in Washington, they call it uh, the death penalty. Hmm. Can, can Huawei recover from this, do you think? I mean, even if they're allowed to continue selling, this kind of targeting kind of doesn't make them a very attractive choice for consumers. In, in the short run, it's very challenging. In the long run, it will incentivize uh, Huawei to become independent from American uh, suppliers and, and, and software. Now, not only Google is affected by uh, such a being on the entities list, but a, a Facebook, a Twitter, every, every other American application would be equally uh, targeted. And so that would make it make it very difficult for Huawei uh, to succeed because it would have to establish a third non-U.S. app ecosphere on the globe, and that's almost impossible to achieve. Is this then? Is this temporary? Do you think, like a part of the trade dispute between the United States and China, or do you think Huawei better make some backup plans here? <laughs> I think we better make some backup plans here because we have to remember how it all started. Uh, it all started with significant security concerns uh, from the, by the U.S. government. And while you can walk back and compromise on, on a trade dispute, uh, it's much more difficult uh, to uh, walk back once you play the, uh, the national security card. Because nobody wants to be seen to uh, compromise on national security. And once you walked it back, you can't go forward again very easily. Hmm. Okay, so then when you look because at... what is it? National security yeah. or not? Right? Yeah, exactly. Or, I was wondering, too, if the United States has gone this far, then how, how can Huawei ever escape kind of being targeted by the U.S. on this? Uh, very, very difficult, because uh, the founder of, uh, uh, of, of Huawei said they wouldn't accept the same level of oversight that CTE accepted as condition of being uh, removed from the entities list. And so that's at a stand, uh, we're at a standoff. Um, Does this also um, tell us, Roger, that like this is a really critical time for these big Chinese homegrown tech companies that thought they want they wanted to compete on the worldwide market? Does this show that they are perhaps not where they wanted to be on that front? 
Well, we, we live in an interconnected world, and uh, every country benefits by, you know, the old Adam Smith comparative advantage of nations that countries specialize on what they're best in and then trade it to somebody else. Uh, to China relied on that, the U.S. relies on that. Uh, if trade breaks down in, in such a level, it forces you to uh, reinvent the wheel, wheel in every country. And that's highly inefficient and, and not very good. So, but Huawei may, may not have uh, another choice, or they need to look for uh, non-U.S. vendors. Now, that's much easier in hardware than it is in, in the... Um, in the app world and in the operating system world, because de facto there are only American operating systems that are successful on a global basis. Right. So then uh, clearly the United States found a way then to get to Huawei. If they couldn't get to them through the hardware, this way is potentially much more significant. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, the, the dependence on the Android operating system outside China uh, is absolutely critical and can not easily be overcome. Now, in China, Huawei is using its own operating system with its own app store and because they're not allowed to use Google services there. So uh, there's clearly a way. Now, the big question is, will, will non-U.S., non-Chinese um consumers take up the, the, the choices and the preferences of Chinese consumers uh, like they have of American consumers. Right. So there's, this, uh, there's a long way to go with this, right? It seems like we're still in the middle of it, wouldn't you say, Roger? Oh, we're in the beginning of this. This uh-huh. will go on for quite a while. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay, Roger, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. It's Roger Edner, founder of Recon Analytics. They are a telecom analysis uh, firm.